12 Bible verses about prayer. Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Mark chapter 11 verse 24. Then shall you call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 12. Rejoice in hope, patient in tribulation, Continuing instant in prayer. Romans chapter 12, verse 12. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Matthew chapter 6. Verse 7. The Lord is nigh unto all that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. Psalm chapter 145, verse 18. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, 
and show thee great and mighty things which they knowest not. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Matthew chapter 18 verse 20. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. I would like to conclude that prayer is talking to God as if you were talking to your best friends. In truth, he can be your best friend and much more. Share, click, like, and subscribe if you want. Evangelist Jose Luna. Twelve Bible verses about encouragement. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 2. Therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua chapter 1 verse 9 Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8.
Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comforts, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can com comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 3 to 4. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm, let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58 I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Psalm chapter 121 verses 1 to 2. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Hebrews chapter 10 verses 24 to 25. Be strong and take heart, all you who hope in the Lord. Psalm chapter 31 verse 24 Since you are precious and honored in my sight, and because I love you, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 4 I would like to conclude that prayer is talking to God as you were talking to your best friend. In truth, he can be your best friend and much more. Share, click, like, and subscribe if you want. Evangelist Jose Luna. God bless you. 12 Bible Verses About Fear So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Psalms chapter 56 verse 3. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. 
Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, Do not fear, I will help you. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 13 The Lord is with me, I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Psalms chapter 118 Verse 6. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 through 7. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Psalms chapter 23 verse 4 Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 7 Fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. Proverbs chapter 29 verse 25 The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalms chapter 27 verse 1 For the Spirit God gave us does not make us timid but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 I would like to conclude that prayer is talking to God as if you were talking to your best friend. In truth, he can be your best friend and much more.
share, click like, and subscribe if you want to. I'm Evangelist Jose Luna. God bless you. Twelve Bible verses about creation. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 through 2. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Psalms 139, chapter 139, verses 13 to 14. For every house is built by someone, but God is the builder of everything. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 4 For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood for, from what has been made so that people are without excuse. Romans chapter 1 verse 20 Sovereign Lords, you have made the heavens and the earth, and by your great power and outstretched arm, nothing is too hard for you. Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 17 For from him and through him and for him are all things. To him be the glory forever. Amen. Romans chapter 11 verses 36. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Psalms chapter 121 verses 1 through 2. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 28 For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God's. Psalms chapter 90 verse 2.
for the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God he created them. Male and female he created them. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. I would like to conclude that prayer is talking to God as if you were talking to your best friends. In truth, he can be your best friend and much more. Share, click like, and subscribe if you want. Evangelist Jose Luna. God bless you. Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 10. NIV, it's about money and materialism. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 9, NIV about money and materialism. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Mark chapter 8 verse 36, NIV about materialism, life, and the world. Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Luke chapter 12 verse 15, NIV money, materialism contentment. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. Matthew chapter 6 verses 19 to 20 NIV Materialism and Heaven This honest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Proverbs 13 verse 11 NIV Money, work, and debt. All day long he craves for more, but the righteous give without sparing. Proverbs 21 verse 26 NIV Giving Materialism Desires
Do not wear yourself out to get rich. Do not trust your own cleverness. Proverbs 23, verse 4, NIV, Money Planning. Everyone comes naked from their mother's womb. And as everyone comes, so they depart. They take nothing from their toil that they can carry in their hands. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 15, NIV, about materialism in heaven. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 10 NIV about money evil desires. But among you, there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 3, NIV, Sin and Holiness. Turn my heart toward your decrees, statutes, and not toward selfish gain. Psalm 119 verse 36, NIV, law, heart, and selfishness. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires and greed, which is idolatry. Colossians chapter 3, verse 5, NIV, sin desires materialism. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 NIV about serving money and debt. This is also why you pay taxes for the authorities are God's servants who gave their full time to governing. Romans chapter 13 verse 6, NIV about honesty and money. Thank you for watching this video. God bless you and yours. Evangelist Jose Luna. Dear children, keep yourselves from idols. 1 John 5.21 NIV 
about children or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God do not be deceived neither the sexually immoral nor idolaters nor adulterers nor men who have sex with men nor thieves nor the greedy nor drunkards nor slanderers nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God first Corinthians 6 9 and 10 NIV about sin salvation and the kingdom it is the Lord your God you must follow and him you must revere keep his commands and obey him serve him and hold fast to him Deuteronomy chapter 13 verse 4 NIV all listening following have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness but rather expose them it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret Ephesians chapter 5 verses 11 through 12 NIV sin and speaking acknowledge and take to heart this day that the Lord God the Lord is God in heaven above and on earth below there is no other Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 39 NIV about God heaven and the world put to death therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature sexual immorality impurity lust evil desires and greed which is idolatry Colossians chapter 3 verse 5 NIV about sin desires and materialism but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for the me and my household, we will serve the Lord's. Joshua chapter 24 verse 15 NIV about family following and serving put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11 NIV equipment evil protection about these but I have been the Lord your gods ever since you came out of Egypt 
you shall acknowledge no God but me, no Savior except me. Hosea chapter 13 verse 4, NIV, about Savior and God. No weapon forged against you will prevail, and you will refuse every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And this is their vindication from me, declares the Lord. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17, NIV, about righteousness, judgments, and protection. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Romans chapter 12, verse 21, NIV, about evil goodness overcoming. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 10 NIV about money, evil, and greed. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. To Helen, Psalms 34 verse 14 NIV about evil, goodness, and peace. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. John chapter 17 verse 15 NIV about safety mediator evil. The sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 56 NIV about sin and law. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. 1 John chapter 4 verse 10, NIV, it's about sin and love. I know that my Redeemer lives and that in the end he will stand on the earth. Hope. Job chapter 19 verse 25 NIV it's about salvation. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not only for ours but also for the sins of the whole world. 1 John chapter 2 verse 2 NIV it's about sin, forgiveness and the world. I have been crucified with Christ and no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live 
In the body I live by faith, in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, NIV. It's about faith, life, and selfishness. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Luke chapter 2, verse 11, NIV. It's about Messiah, Christmas. Who being in the of who being who being in very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage, rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Philippians chapter 2, verse 6 through 8, NIV, it's about obedience in Jesus. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, because he always lives to intercede for them. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25 NIV it's about eternal life salvation for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and all are justified freely but by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus Romans chapter 3 verse 23 24 NIV it's about sin mercy and confession fixing our eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith for the joy set before him he endured the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 NIV it's about faith in Jesus. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. NIV, it's about sin and forgiveness. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. First Peter chapter 1 verses 18-19 NIV It's about Jesus' life. For if while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled him through the death of his sons how much more having been reconciled shall we be saved through his life Romans chapter 5 verse 10 NIV it's about salvation for this reason Christ is the mediator of a new covenant that those who are called 
may receive the promised eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 15 NIV it's about law mediator and covenant. The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he says. Come and see the place where he lay. Matthew chapter 28, verses 5 through 6, NIV. It's about Jesus' Eastern resurrection. And once made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 9, NIV, it's about salvation, eternal life, and blameless. But I have been the Lord your God ever since you came out of Egypt. You shall acknowledge no God but me, no Savior except me. Hosea chapter 13 verse 4, NIV, it's about idols and God. If you can, said Jesus, everything is possible for one who believes. Mark chapter 9 verse 23. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Mark 10 verse 52. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Psalm 147, verse 3. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. James chapter 5. Verse 16. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. Heal the sick, raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. Matthew chapter 10 verse 8. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith 
will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sins, they will be forgiven. James chapter 5 verses 14 and 15. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid, just believe, and she will be healed. Luke chapter 8 verse 50. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Second Chronicles 7.14 He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 24 But he has but he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Isaiah chapter fifty three verse five. But for you who revere my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise and he, with healing in its wind, in its ways, and you will go out and frolic like well-fed calves. Malachi chapter four verse two. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for eighteen years. She was bent over and could not up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. Indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue leader said to the people, There are six days for work. So come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him, You hypocrites, doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie your ox or donkey from the stall and lead it to give it water? Then should not this woman or daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept down for eighteen long years, be set free on the Sabbath day? From what bound her, when he said this, all his opponents were humiliated, but the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. Luke chapter 13 verses 10 through 17. Go back and tell Hezekiah, the ruler of my people, this is what the Lord the God of your father David says, I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will heal you. On the third day from now, you will go up to the temple of the Lord. 
2 Kings chapter 20 verse 5. Heal the sick who are there and tell them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. Luke chapter 10 verse 9. If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands, and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Exodus chapter 15 verse 26. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has appointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. Luke chapter 4 verse 18. God bless you for watching this video. God bless you and yours. God bless your day. Evangelist Jose Luna. Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. 1 John chapter 3 verse 18. The integrity of the upright guides them but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3. To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 3. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. 1 John chapter 1, verse 6. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. A perverse person stirs up conflict, and a gossip separates close friends. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 1.
Proverbs chapter 16, verse 28. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Psalm 37, verse 7. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. James chapter 3 verse 17 Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Matthew chapter 5 verse 8 Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 Ill-gotten treasures have no lasting value, but righteousness delivers from death. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 2 Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear, not by heaven or by earth, or by anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no, otherwise you will be condemned. James chapter 5 verse 12. Good will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. Psalm 112, verse 5. Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due. when it is in your power to act. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 27 No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand 
so that those who come in can see the light. Luke chapter 8 verse 16 This is also why you pay taxes, for the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Romans chapter 13 verse 6 Better a little with righteousness than much gain with injustice. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 8 Thank you for watching this video. God bless you and yours. Have a blessed day. Evangelist Jose Luna If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Matthew 5:29. I'd rather just pray for that body part that God purify it. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 6.23 Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 2. Where can I go from your spirits? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. Psalm 139, verses 7 through 8. All who sin apart from the law will also perish apart from the law. And all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. Romans chapter 2 verse 12. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Matthew chapter 10 verse 28, and that is God's. God bless you and yours.
greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. John chapter 15 verse 13. And walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2. So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many, and he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 28. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. Luke chapter 9 verse 24. To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 3. For what I received I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, according to the scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3 and 4. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Matthew chapter 9, verse 13. They stripped him and put a scarlet robe on him, and they twisted, and then twisted together a crown of thorns and set it on his head. They put a staff in his right hands. Then they knelt in front of him and mocked him. Hail, King of the Jews, they says. Matthew chapter 27, verses 28 to 29. Honor the Lord with your wealth with the first fruits of all your crops. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 9. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us, for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Romans chapter 8 verse 32 
You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Romans chapter 5 or 6. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mark chapter 10 verse 45. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness. Romans chapter 6 verse 13. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. 1 John chapter 1 verse 7 Who gave himself for us, to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Titus chapter 2 verse 14 But I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed, I will make good. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. Jonah chapter 2 verse 9. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. Luke chapter 23, verse 46. We are going to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. On the third day, he will be raised to life. Matthew chapter 20, verses 18 and 19. Thank you for watching this video. God bless you and yours.
evangelist Jose Luna. John chapter 1 verse 40 One of the two which heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first findeth his own brother Simon and said unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. John 1 40 to 42. Andrew, next to our Lord himself, is the Bible's master soul winner. His name appears only three times in scripture, but always he is bringing someone to Jesus. First, there is Simon Peter, the big fisherman, then the little boy with the loaves and fishes, and finally the Greeks, who would see Jesus. His technique is a model for us all. Our text outlines three phrases in being God's instruments in changing normal men into the master's men and sinners into saints. The first step in bringing people to Christ is finding your brother or sister. That is not witnessing, and it is certainly not soul winning. Surprise, surprise, it's Monday night visitation. Finding your brother or sister should generally be done in two ways. Way of life evangelism, in which we are constantly aware of the special possibilities all around us, and organized, planned, disciplined visitation, as with weekly church visitation program. Are you sensitive to those around you? I have found that the easiest way to get into a discussion about the things of God is to listen in almost any conversation. The people will say something that you can pick up on and turn into spiritual talk. They will ask a leading question. They may bring up a topic with a special or spiritual implication. But if you will listen to your with your heart, you will find the Holy Spirit opening doors big enough to drive trucks through. They may say things are sure bad in Washington. You say, yes, but I know who can make it better. They say, my father has cancer. You say, I'll pray for him. God did not call us to live in monasteries. We are the world's light and salt. The salt is not intended to remain in the shaker. Touch people, plan to visit, and prepare to listen. Be on constant alert for the opportunity to introduce Jesus into every casual conversation. People are everywhere. Look for them. Listen to them. And talk to them about what's really important. Andrew first found his brother. Contact with the prospect. Whether planned or seemingly coincidental. Maybe God's dates with destiny for some lost soul. The second step in bringing people to Christ is the witness. Listen to John's account. And he saith unto him, We have found the Messiah. John 1.41 Finding your brother or sister is visitation. Telling your brother or sister whom you have found is witnessing. 
Jesus did not say you should be his arguers, his debaters, his apologists, his defenders. He said, you shall be my witnesses. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Witnesses sent to tell what they know and have seen by personal experience. The Bible presents world evangelism as a courtroom scene. Jesus is on trial in every person's life. He is the true light who lights every person who comes into the world. Each person is aware of spiritual reality. The problem is people don't know what the light is. God has illuminated each heart, but he uses witnesses to tell people that the light of the world is Jesus. That's what witnesses that's what witnesses do. They tell what they know by first-hand experience. World evangelism is like a courtroom trial. Satan is the prosecuting attorney condemning Jesus, accusing Jesus, whispering to the hearts of each person, no, you don't want Jesus. Reject him today forever. The Holy Spirit is the defense attorney commending Jesus, loving him, urging people to accept him into their hearts. The Holy Spirit is the master attorney trying billions of cases all at once. He knows where every case is at each moment. The time comes when he uses a witness for the defense. He needs your strong and clear-cut testimony for Christ, and he needs it now. So he prompts the hearts of a non-Christian to say something in casual conversation to which you can respond. Go ahead, do it. Speak the word. Drop in the witness. Give your experience. Tell the truth. Go ahead, do it. Do it and do it now. If you do so faithfully, your testimony may be the turning points that wins the case for the Holy Spirit and brings in a verdict for Jesus, not guilty. Your silence, however, may lose the case. Your reluctance may destroy everything. You may not be around to see the verdict come in, but you will have done your part. You are not responsible for the results. You are responsible for the witness. Third, the third step in bringing people to Christ is the closure, the step of soul, soul winning. First, Andrew visited. He found his brother. Second, he witnessed. He told his brother what he had found. Third, he practiced soul winning, and he brought him to Jesus. John chapter 1, verse 42. What is the natural consequence of telling your brother or sister whom you have found? Is It is that you tell your brother how he can find him. The gospel is shared, the tract presented, the plan of salvation given, the closure offers, and the person repents of his or her sins and ask Jesus to come into his or her heart. Notice the order. It is crucial. First visitation, second witnessing, third soul winning. Most of us go from visitation to soul winning, but with only limited success. You will be many times more successful if you introduce your personal testimony into the equation. People may argue theology, refute your topic, 
debate scripture or ridicule your beliefs, but virtually no one, I repeat, no one will argue about your personal experience. It softens the soul, it moves the heart, and disarms the obstinate. Share your faith and leave the results to God. This order followed in the power of the Spirit should not only take the pressure off you as a witness, but it also should greatly increase the results of the Holy Spirit gifts. Remember, you are not on trial. You do not fail or win depending on the verdict. You only fail if you do not give the witness, if you don't try at all. The Campus Crusade folks were right when they joined. They coined the phrase, a successful witnessing experience is presenting the gospel in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results to God. And let me add, a successful witnessing experience is the sharing of your own faith as well. God bless you and yours. Thank you for watching this video. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but, not, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh, rather serve one another humbly in love. Galatians chapter 5 verse 13 Therefore, my friends, I want you to know that through Jesus the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin. A justification you were not able to obtain under the law of Moses. Acts chapter 13 verse 38 through 39. What then shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace by no means? Romans chapter 6 verse 15 The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. Psalm 34 verse 19 
to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. John chapter 8, verse 31 to 32. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness from for the prisoners. Isaiah 61 verse 1. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17. So if the sun sets you free, you'll be free indeed. John chapter 8, verse 36. I have the right to do anything, you say but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. Romans chapter 8, verses 1 and 2. I will walk about in freedom, for I have sought out your precepts. Psalms chapter 119, verse 45. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, 
they will be blessed in what they do. James chapter 1 verse 25. Live as free people, but do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. First Peter 2 verse 16. Let those who love the Lord hate evil for he guards the lives of his faithful ones and delivers them from the hand of the wicked. Psalm 97 verse 10 The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind. To set the oppressed free. Luke chapter 4 verse 18 But now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. Romans chapter 6 verse 22 Help us God our Savior for the glory of your name. Deliver us and forgive us our sins for your name's sake. Psalm chapter 79 verse 9. God sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoners with singing but the rebellious live in the sun-scorched lands. Psalms chapter 68 verse 6 Thank you for listening and reading the scripture. God bless you. The scripture will be a blessing to your body, your spirit, soul, mind, and body. God is good every day. Every day God is good. This is Evangelist Jose Luna. God bless you for taking this video 
I hope that this has edified your life in a special way. Amen and amen. Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. <laughs> Mark 10.27 Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith, for the joy set before him, be he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hebrews 12.2 Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? John eleven forty. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. First John chapter four verse fifteen. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter two verse five. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one shall snatch them, snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. I and the Father are one. John chapter 10 verse 28 through 30. For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Matthew eighteen twenty. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5. Jesus replied, what is impossible with man 
is possible with God. Luke 18 verse 27. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name, other heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only Son into the world that we might live through him. 1 John chapter 4 verse 9. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. John 15, verse 12. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Matthew chapter 10, verse 38. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Philemon chapter 1 verse 25 And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give them the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. 1 Peter 3.15 Surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering. Yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. Isaiah 53 verse 4 
The grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. Revelation chapter 22, verse 21. And walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace and be thankful. Colossians chapter 3 verse 15. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we through though many form one body and each member belongs to all the others. Romans chapter 12 verses 4 through 5. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the nature, the mature body of him who is the head, that is Christ. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 15. Very truly I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me, and whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. John chapter 13 verse 20. Thank you for watching this video. God bless you and yours.